0: Out over it. We've got a
1: podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 260 State of Decay. My name is John, and joining me is my good friend taylor i don't have anything taylor but how are oh, you man
0: yeah. i am doing all right john i am doing all right i just want to give a shout out to all the teachers and the students who are starting this week because oh, yeah. this this is it it's it's starting wife starts wednesday one kiddo starts next tuesday the other kiddo starts the tuesday after that and yep. we are back into the school year
1: yeah, my uh, my niece and nephew start their brand new school, and by brand new, I mean it's literal brand new, built down the street from them. They oh, start wow. on on Wednesday. Wow, cool! Yeah, so exci- cool. excited for them. Nice, they, ca- they can walk to school. I know the I dream. Know. I guess
0: I yeah, I suppose. I mean, I grew up at least until desegregation started in the Santa Clara Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I could walk to school and then we all got bussed off to the other side of town oh wow yeah Yeah, that was the 80s for you
1: yeah i could never i could never uh walk uh i could have walked to my um elementary school yeah but i didn't i don't know why everybody's got a different experience john how are you Uh, i'm doing all right uh i um i'm officially over covid it's all good over here i think i think today yes indeed excellent i think today or yesterday was the first day i haven't had like even the slightest cough Uh uh-huh which is nice um yeah but uh things are getting back to normal over here so cool it's very cool very happy for you yeah how how are you Doing pretty good. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll be
0: honest. I mean, I know I've talked about this uh this engine I picked up for the bus and I'm all excited about that. I knew I had to switch a couple things over before getting it into the bus so I could drive the bus again. Yes. And boy, I tell you, it's it's one step forward, two steps back. Every time I'm like like I had a whole game plan in my head. I'm like, oh I'll swap this out and then this piece and then this piece. And then I went, Oh crud, I'm I'm literally doing this in a backward order. I need to be starting at this end first. And so, yeah, it, it, it turned into every weekend. It seems like right now I'm going out and I'm starting like partway into the morning and being like, cool, I'm going to get this done and this done. And then something trips me up. Oh geez. Now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm basically going to replace the oil pump and uh, uh, drill and tap the case for slightly larger threads, which is a semi-delicate procedure because you're basically drilling into the engine case. Yeah. And you don't want to go too deep. So I'm being really careful about measuring things. And yeah, it's, it's frustrating at times, but I keep telling myself, hey, look at all this stuff I didn't know how to do before.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: yeah. I, I, that's the only way I can do it. I'm I'm learning, and, and I'm I'm not joking. Like, I'm just kind of taking it as it comes right now. I I miss driving the bus so much. And yeah. it's, it was one of those things where I was like, man, there's a show I wanted to go to this month. I'm like, I may not have the engine back in at time for that. Oh. I just may not. Just may not. Um, So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, other than that, things are well. Plugging along. Kind of getting ready, like I said, for the school year, and kind of like, okay, my my schedule is going to kind of change up a little bit with like yeah. because we're dropping kids to school or picking them up depending on the day, and yeah, that's the long and the short of oh,
1: right. <laughs> Yeah, geez, sounds like a lot. Well, it is. <laughs> before we before we get to who news, we got to uh, talk about uh what's making us happy this fortnight. Yeah,
0: uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Well. um Let's see. Oh, I um, I came across a very uh entertaining anime kind of. Oh, yeah. It goes. It's kind of where I go sometimes to kind of just escape the chaos of the world right now. Yeah. Um, and I was looking. I can't remember if it was Gizmodo or Kotaku or something. Somebody was like, "Uh, here's here's a bunch of like you know." Ones you should be checking out, and you may have never heard of. And one of them is called, I kid you not, Skull Face Bookseller Honda San. Yes. And it is hilarious absolutely hilarious i strongly recommend it especially if you've ever worked in a bookstore um or maybe even had to deal just with customer service kind of stuff um i i feel like in a lot of ways it's kind of like the mike bookseller comics but instead of like everybody having just like normal people faces they all have different it's almost like they're all different wearing different masks ah just i don't know if it just anonymizes the people like this could be anybody you work with kind of thing um but it's it's just it's hilarious it's so funny i i highly recommend it um yeah um and i uh just recently saw i'm kind of keeping on top of who's being announced as guests at uh silicon at the end of the month you know we're taking the kids um i had already seen karen gillen uh announced as a guest but you know of course. You think about that nowadays, and you're thinking, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. Marvel stuff. And then just today, they announced Catherine Tate. Yeah, I saw that. I saw your retweet of that. Like, what? That's wild. That is so cool. Not to mention Ben Browder, who I remember from Farscape, but he was also um, the uh, sheriff in Town Called Mercy oh so we've we've got three doctor who or doctor who adjacent people love to it. mention a bunch of people from the expanse and mythbusters and all sorts of stuff so i'm very excited about that I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to in one two episodes from now giving like a full report
1: yeah that's on how be, that was because
0: yeah. that'll be we're going on the 27th so it'll be the first episode we do in september all right yeah. What about you, John? What is making you happy, short of being free of COVID cough?
1: Well, that that is, um, I mean, that's that's pretty, uh, honestly, pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. good for me. Um, I'm on the I'm on the uh, Silicon. Christopher Lloyd's going to be there. He didn't yes. mention Yes, yeah. One of the first guests announced for that. I think uh, George Takei is
0: going to be yes. there as well.
1: Yeah. Look at this. Sorry everyone, I just wanted to uh to check this out here. Very cool. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um what is making me happy this week? Well, um, you know, yeah, uh COVID free, which is great. Um the Mets are just mopping the floor with everyone. I'm having nice. a grand old time watching them. My neighbors absolutely think I'm an insane person um there's no <laughs> no way around it um what else um uh oh i got a i got a stream deck have you seen the the stream decks do you know about those no what is that it's basically like a touchpad that you can um program to do different things okay um and it's a lot of streamers use it i'm going to take a picture of it and just show you how my uh how my interface looks right now. All right. Um and I used to have an app um for it. It was just like an app that would connect to um my computer and I would use it while I was streaming, but okay. th- this was this one was on like it's the lowest it's ever been kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, check and, that out. And I was like, "Oh, uh I need to get this so I can, you know, I can program all the buttons to do a bunch of different things and I made the f- the first page my my streaming logo.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can do a bunch so this, of stuff. So this this is more than just uh,
1: like a soundboard thing. This is like
0: you know an automation thing.
1: Yeah, I I mean it can be a soundboard, but I have like all of my Twitch stuff on here. I have some uh, some Discord stuff, so I can like mute and deafen uh, uh, Discord if I'm in a if I'm in a chat with people. I can go. I can send tweets from it. But the thing I did today. Because mm. I work with Adobe a lot, just just like watching stuff down for work, right? Um, I programmed all of the keys I use and all of the other stuff I use to um, to. It's in my Stream Deck now, so I basically have like a little touchpad where I can like oh. pause and fast forward. Oh, nice! For just go forward frame or backwards frame, and I actually also have like a screenshot button. So if I hit the sc- screenshot. It just does the mm-hmm. command to do you know take a screenshot on uh, my computer, which is another thing I use a lot. Not just for work, but I also use it for um, for this show, as you can see in yeah. the notes. Yeah, down in the show notes. <laughs> um, so yeah, <clears throat> it's um, I was like, wow, I can use this for work, which apparently I was just super excited about. <laughs> no, that's that's cool. I mean, I I use a gaming
0: mouse in the work that I do because I either have to use special characters. Um, or uh, I use you know pure text, which basically strips all the formatting. Uh-huh. If I'm moving from like Microsoft Word to uh, FrameMaker, and I just I've got like 13, 14 buttons on this gaming mouse programmed with just oh, I miss my gaming mouse. All sorts of stuff. Oh, I need a I need a less than or equal to symbol. Boom. Oh yeah. You know I need an m dash. Boom. I need to subscript.
1: Boom. You know it's just right there. Yeah, I used to use my gaming mouse for a lot like i had the all the buttons on what game do you know what mouse you have is it a oh
0: i want to say it is, is it a, a tech smart mm. uh so i can i can look it up
1: i don't have my
0: my work computer on right now
1: oh i see it you uh you tech smart gaming mouse maybe yes yes it's like fourteen
0: thousand six hundred dpi at like its highest setting so oh, i nice. like, you know that's part of the number in the
1: okay yeah i see you that's nice yeah 12 side buttons. Yeah. Changing
0: colors. I can go and set the colors to whatever my mood is that day.
1: <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice mouse. It's back nice in mouse. my my World of Warcraft days, I used to have that mouse and it was very helpful with all my key bindings. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Stream Deck's really nice. I like it. It's it's just a cool little thing to have not just for streaming, but for, oh, oh, I can I programmed all my Spotify stuff on there so I can hit play or I can switch between songs and I actually have a button that I can just press and it adds the song to a playlist, uh-huh. which is great because when I'm listening to like new music, I have two separate playlists for the year. I have full albums and then I have the songs that I like. So when mm-hmm. I'm listening to it, I can just be like, I like the song boop, hit the button and it adds it straight to the playlist. Nice. So it's a fun little thing. Um, it I, I've kind of been uh, balking on it. I haven't, I, there's been a couple of times i've been like i should just get it and but no this was the cheapest it's ever been so that's what we're doing very cool so that's fun um i think i feel like there's um oh um so <laughs> this is this is a file under good for now i guess happy for now okay um, so before before covid um i i got some fillings done mm-hmm and, um, I woke up in the middle of the night in pain, which usually means that you need a root canal. Oh, uh, no. So I scheduled an appointment till out, you know, I had to wait until I was clear of COVID. I went in right. and the, the guy who did my last root canal, I, I, he took x-rays and he just was, he's looking at it and he, cause they were like, if you need it, we'll just do it the same day. And he's looking at the x rays and he said he did some tests and he's like, okay, I don't, um, I don't like, I'm looking at this and I I don't see anything that tells me you need a root canal. So, uh, he's like, it was, you know, the filling is pretty close to, uh, the nerve. So that could be giving you some discomfort, but I don't see anything Mm. that says that. So, good, kind of good news. We'll see. Um, I, I think I'm just gonna maybe, wait a little try and wait a little longer and figure out what's going on with that but for now it's that was good news because that's just like a pain oh yeah yeah so we'll see right on (laughs) we'll see all right so we need to get um we need to get to the who news we have we have three items yep so let's uh let's dig into this who news yeah and
0: firstly we're gonna start with news that You've probably all already heard um uh, but uh happened shortly after our last episode Bernard Cribbins whose character Wilf I think united who fandom uh in terms of all of our love for him he has passed to the age of
1: 93 Yeah very sad I'm at least glad he got to come back for one more go Yeah um and for all I know that may actually be the last You know, production he was ever a part of. I I think so. I I don't. I have not seen if anybody has said that's the last one. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I love Wilf. uh, I love Bernard Cribbins. Is very very sad. Um, But yeah, he he's uh, he's probably one of my all time just favorite lovable characters on on Doctor Who. Absolutely, and and let's be honest, all the more reason for us to
0: to watch the Dalek invasion of earth 21 ah
1: yes we have to do you that. know maybe
0: maybe once we get through season 18 here because mm-hmm. burden of Cribbins is in it and you know i'd love to see him i don't know being somebody who isn't Yeah. wolf
1: yeah That'd yeah be fun i'd be <laughs> fine with that
0: <laughs> yeah so anyway i you know all of us i think in 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 our galley fam chat All over Twitter, all over social media. You just saw everyone. Just an outpouring of uh, love and memories and just tributes to him. Yeah. You know, no matter how you felt about Modern Who, Classic Who, Witch Doctor, I think everybody loved Wolf.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. He will certainly be missed. Yeah. Um,
0: In other news... Uh, just recently saw that a new book called Doctor Who Origin Stories, and it's it's going to tell the origin stories of 10 different characters, uh, comes out September 29th. Now, that's a link in the show notes to Amazon UK. I did, just for kicks, check the American Amazon today, and it is on there. Okay, And it actually comes out September 22nd. Oh. So I'm like,
1: okay, cool we get it before the uk does i'm all right with that and we've got uh, i'm looking at the cover here you said 10 this looks more i believe like it's 10 more than 10 people unless <clears throat> we're doubling up some people here uh 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13
0: yeah interesting well it does say in the little blurb there 10 stories telling the origins of the very best of the doctor's friends and some enemies
1: interesting yeah yeah, we yeah. got Missy and Davros. Mm hmm. And Amy and Rory and Clara. And uh we got a bunch of people. I'm I'm interested, like, what are we get, what is the origin story we're gonna tell with Missy? Is it her going down the elevator? Or or yeah. the master going down the elevator and then I don't know. I mean, this is it. I think it's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to to see what stories we're telling. Do we have any writers? No. Um, I don't believe so.
0: Although I find oh. it very interesting that they listed as a 9 to 12-year-old, 4 to 6-grade level book. Like, it's BBC Children's. I'm like, huh, okay.
1: So I'm reading uh, some of the, the stuff here, and it says, uh, with stories about Ace and Joe Grant written by the actors themselves, Sophie Aldridge oh, nice. and Katie Manning. So um, that's you know that that's pretty cool. I I would be I would be interested to check this out. Yeah, for sure. Very cool.
0: For sure. And I, you know what? Speaking of which, I am going to mention it now. Friend and friend of the show, Riley Silverman. Oh, not one, not two, but three Star Wars books dropping. I think all this month. Let me let me look at these. I have purchased one of them, and it is supposed to arrive tomorrow, let which me. I will then, like Anna said. <laughs> take that ring the and have line. her
1: sign absolutely yeah, let's go absolutely i am so excited for her was, this is cool i mean i i listen i pop in and out of uh of that chat i'm not in it all the time mm-hmm. and, uh, simon yeah. and schuster published author yeah i know very cool yeah wow wow all right anyway yeah that's awesome so, anyway that's very cool go, holy crap yeah. I thought like I saw you guys talking about it. I was like, "That's awesome! Mm -hmm. Uh, Books coming out that that she wrote. That's great. Um, I will check it out." But it's three books. That's even crazier. It's three books. Seriously,
0: go to Amazon, search Riley Silverman. They will come up, and you can purchase them. That's wild. That's I'm wild. just, just going to put that out there. It's a shout out. I know it's Star Wars and not Doctor Who.
1: Well, I mean, okay. that's the gateway probably, right? Right. There you that's go. What we're, that's what we're working towards. There you go. Yeah, exactly right. Very cool.
0: Exactly right. Well, lastly, this time around news wise, um, we've got an article from Cult Box uh, talking about Neil Patrick Harris uh, m- making some comments on, I think, his own excitement for uh, Shuri Gatwa as the next doctor now the quote may be just vague enough to go okay what exactly does he mean by this but in an interview with variety neil patrick harris described a meeting with shudigawa in relation to their respective roles in doctor who Mm. here's the quote i got to meet and interact with him a bit and he's glorious he will be the first gay doctor which is going to be super cool a sexier doctor Mm. this is the very first sorry this is they there come on editors uh first mention the specific sexual orientation of any doctor though some previous male doctors blah blah blah, blah, blah obviously 11 married river etc etc now <clears throat> i'm i i'm not against any of this if this literally is hey we're gonna have a male doctor he's gonna be gay i am fine with that no problem at all yeah um and and you know, shooties previously played um, a gay character on sex education. Yes. And so, you know, why not? Um, I don't, I'll be honest. And, and this is my own, you know, lack of uh, research showing. I don't know if shooty
1: is gay or straight or otherwise.
0: I oh, don't know. wasn't that I'm suddenly f- feeling very dumb
1: about that? No, but I feel like, wasn't that also a, I feel like I saw somebody tweeting about this. You may have I where mean. they were like, "Did is he actually out, or did he just out him?" I don't. I yeah, folks, we're not sure.
0: <laughs> so apologies if we're messing this up and stepping on toes and stuff like that. But it's it's you know when people talk about an actor playing the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. They they oftentimes just conflate the actor and the role together, right? Yes. Oh, such and such is going to be this type of doctor, that type of doctor. Well, it's like, okay, but are are we sure that we're talking about the character and not the person in the role? It's just, there's some, there's just enough vagary there, meaning vagueness. Sorry, just enough vagueness uh, there to make me go, okay, which exactly does he mean? Does he mean the character? Does he mean the actor does? So, so I'm regardless. Yeah,
1: I'm doing, it's all going to be awesome. I'm doing some independent research here. (laughs) Okay, please, and please save this, my butt with some research. This was from, I don't have a um, a date on this, but, oh, uh, 14 facts about the new Doctor Who and sex education star. Um, okay. He has apparently never publicly discussed his own sexuality. Okay. So we do not know. Okay. And also. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I, exactly <laughs>
0: it doesn't matter i yeah i i, I think part of why I think, I threw this in here was like yeah. okay well maybe the character will be which is totally fine yeah obviously neil patrick harris we've only seen him filming with tenant yes. so far so did he just happen to like run into shooty at one point are they actually filming some stuff that honestly that's that's the more so
1: i mean and then this breathes life to the is um i don't even want to say it out loud because it's so stupid um, <laughs> is Jody regenerating into tenet and then harris is around for the next regeneration yeah i i don't i know folks again I don't it's know. stupid i i understand but just it, it, <laughs> it's like well we've only seen neil patrick harris filming with uh with tenet so i don't know i don't know we shall see but
0: it, that also again that speaks to all the excitement that is building yeah for the new era that is coming we still have jody's final story to get through it's august
1: yeah where is it, it where it's is... it's it's
0: more than likely although not guaranteed to air in october yeah and 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 nobody is making a hullabaloo about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely nothing is is happening. And it's it's just it's 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 anemic. It's weird. It is weird. Honestly, it it almost feels like it's just going to be uh 6 Sundays from now and they'll be like, "Oh, here it is." And then that's it. Isn't that what it feels like? It's just going to It release. does. I mean, yeah. up I, I know, know, the know there've
0: been there've been a lot of complaints by people who are you know, now starting to get like magazines who are starting to look forward to, you know, stuff that's coming out in the fall. And they're like, where's Doctor Who? And these magazines are going, nobody's told us anything. Yeah, it's wild. So we weren't just going to speculate. Yeah. You know, um, I a lot of this is stuff that I really hope and I think will, you know, kind of turn around and change as RTD returns. Yeah. Uh, to the reins, as it were. Oh, Absolutely. Anyway, we are rambling and speculating, and I don't know, complaining a little bit. Yeah, it's Monday night. Yeah, sounds, it's a, like, it's, sounds like what we do.
1: It's definitely a definitely a Monday night. That is for <laughs> sure. But I mean, we've got we're we're like thirty minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to this this dare I say, uh, fantastic cereal that we're going to talk about today. Spoilers. Now we know how John Spoilers, feels Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, we watched... Let's get into it. We watched State of Decay. I can't even believe this is the first time I'm reading this out loud right now. <laughs> Holy moly. State of Decay starring Tom Baker as the Doctor. Lala Ward as Romana. John Leeson as K-9. And Emrys James as Acon. Acon. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by... The uh, Terrence Dix and directed by Peter Moffat. It first aired November twenty second through December thirteenth, nineteen eighty, and it is the fourth story of our lesser watched season eighteen. And we have an avalanche, wow, of story notes. We do have a lot brought to us by the fine folks over at Tardis Wiki. Now, before you get into any of this, let me see. Yes. Yep, never mind. There's a note on there, and I will just reference it later. Okay, go ahead, okay. sir. No, no, no. That's that's fine.
0: And worth noting that since the first episode of State of Decay aired on the twenty second of November, I suppose we could kind of, sort of call this the seventeenth anniversary, the seventeenth uh, anniversary story.
1: Ah, yes, that's true. For what it's
0: worth, because you know, 17's is such a big number.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, okay,
0: so yeah, story notes. Let's start with the really weird one first. Cheese is apparently unknown to the people of this planet. Although cheese can be clearly seen amongst the food offered to the doctor and Romana at the castle.
1: Well, it seemed like they knew of it, but not they didn't know the names of like a lot of things when he's going through. Like what? Like, are you uh, do you have any uh, scientists or wizards? Uh, Well, yeah.
0: okay, that's fair.
1: That's fair. I'll give you that. But also. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what cheese
0: is. Come on. I know. Cheese is awesome. Yeah, it is. (laughs) The story was based on a script written by Terrence Dix three years earlier. Mm. Uh, When director Peter Moffat received script editor Christopher Bidmead's altered script, he demanded the original back, claiming it had lost its gothic atmosphere. John Nathan Turner gave him the original, which he made. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. (laughs) Overruling the script editor. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, both Terrence Dix and Peter Moffat were at odds with uh, Christopher Bidmead. They were keen to emphasize the the hammer horror aspects, uh, while he thought it was against the hard science fiction approach he had in mind.
1: Hard science fiction. Oh, boy. That brings me back to, um, oh, that show on Stars with the the people who, who were in a waitstaff and the guy was into hard science fiction. I can't remember the name of it right now. I'll figure it I out, I don't though. know.
0: I don't know. But Peter Moffat found that Tom Baker was argumentative and wanted to direct the production himself. Oh. Eventually, he took Tom Baker for a drink and told him that while he was open to suggestions from the actors, he was the director, and Baker was the actor, and he should bear that in mind. <laughs> After that frank discussion, he found Baker was far more cooperative. Hey, sometimes you just gotta you got to do it. Yeah. You have to set boundaries, people. It's important. Yeah, it's important. Subplots involving townsfolk nocturnally wandering the forest like zombies, and rebellious citizens being found with bat-like marks on their necks were ultimately removed from the script. No, I know. I think that would have been it. Would have been a bonus. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Oh wow. Well. can't always
1: have it. Lalo Ward and Matthew Waterhouse actually named this as their favorite story. Oh, hey. You know what? I don't disagree with them. And that show Fair. I was trying to think of was called Party Down. Oh, okay. Not familiar with it. Yeah. Um, Roman De Beers, a screenwriter who is a fan of hard science fiction. Yeah. Often frustrated yeah.
0: by everyone else. Yes. Well, I mean, if you wanted a good example of, I I would say hard science fiction would include The Expanse, where, ah. where things legitimately like play by the rules of science. Hmm. Okay and physics that that's what i think of as hard science fiction because uh, like for example state of decay science fiction can be kind of fantastical at some yeah times. yes absolutely <laughs> so there were a number of actors considered for the role of acon i list here only ones whose names i really recognize like colin baker <sighs> michael Jaston, jeez gandalf himself ian mckellen yes patrick stewart I don't I don't understand. David Warner, who we recently lost. Yes. And Peter Wingard, just some of the actors considered.
1: This is ab- absolutely wild. Like I feel like hasn't Patrick Stewart's name popped up a decent amount? It has. And it's like he never showed up once. I know. It's really surprising, isn't it? It's so it's so weird. I don't He yeah, I know. Um
0: interestingly enough, this was actually the first serial that uh matthew waterhouse
1: filmed huh so production order different from uh uh, release order weird um yeah i hate to keep interrupting you with random dumb stuff but i just (laughs) looked up patrick stewart doctor who and the first article that comes up is from the metro uk from 2008 and it states that the actor who plays uh jean-luc picard in Sean Star Luke. Trek, mm-hmm. is set to star in a two-part episode on Doctor Who with David Tennant. What? Patrick, and this is in bold, will play a renegade Time Lord called the Meddling Monk, who was no. last seen in what? Doctor Who in the 1960s. What? Um, I... Was this going to happen? I i don't know i would say
0: go look at your list of unmade doctor who stories but then we would lose you for the next three hours
1: oh man and he was also he they, they were he might have oh my god he was gonna he was up for the parts of the master and or the eighth doctor i gotta close this window immediately yeah okay Jeez. can i just say i i
0: i think patrick stewart would be a pretty kick-ass master
1: Yeah, I think he should, uh, I think uh, RTD needs to make some phone calls. I would love to see that.
0: That would be really cool. That would be great. And so this was
1: Matthew Waterhouse's first.
0: Yeah, it was. And speaking of Adric, Terrence Dick struggled to find a motivation for Adric, as did we all, (laughs) Terrence, as did we all. And ultimately decided to play upon the character's duplicitous tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. By making the viewers think that he had actually sided with the villains. Oh, my God. John Nathan Turner and Bidmead both uh, decided to de-emphasize the more overtly negative and mendacious. My God, Tardis Wikia, use some simpler words. (laughs) Aspects of Adric's personality, however. And so this element of the script was watered down.
1: All right. We'll talk about Adric later. We will. I can't do it right now.
0: We will. Um, Tom Baker and Lala Ward were not on speaking terms. After Ward rebuffed his attempts to rekindle their romance some weeks earlier, folks oh. don't have office romances. Yeah. Especially apparently. if you're actors on a TV show, they were both united in their dislike of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeez.
0: <clears throat> um, Matthew found them intimidating while they found him impertinent and disrespectful at times, refusing to follow the instructions of the cast and crew with vastly more experience than himself. Mm. Following filming,
1: they rekindled their romance and announced their engagement. Oh, that's nice! Now, this was yeah. the note I wanted to talk about. Um, yes, because we uh, we were hanging out uh, with our friend Ross this weekend, who is a Gallifrey attendant, and okay. Um, I mean, more, more, we'll probably talk about Ross a little later. He's got a project coming up that I think Ooh. would be interesting to talk about. Okay. On here. okay. Anyway, spoiler Uh And he, I, he said, I, I'm always interested to see what you guys are watching next. And I'm like, well, we haven't watched any of season 18, uh, but we're watching state of decay next. And he's like, oh yeah, Baker and Ward were not having it at that right. point. And he's like, you need to, he's like watch for the eye contact and i i my first note i know i'm getting ahead of myself is i watched the first episode solely looking for eye contact and it was few far and in between yes it's very if you look if you guys watch this back and i i kind of stopped after the first uh episode because i was like this is amazing um but i kind of you know i They checked in and out whenever they had scenes together. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Were they like Lala was looking at Tom Baker, but Tom Baker was uh, acting Mm -hmm. against some walls. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was very interesting.
0: Yeah. To say the least, there was a lot going on during this production because according to john ethan turner tom baker's illness was at its worst during the shoot and he refused to see a doctor he was like my dad was Mm. he claimed that it's clear which scenes were shot in the first recording session and which in the second by Baker's appearance. His hair had lost its curl. He'd suffered dramatic weight loss. Um, they tried to apply curlers to his hair, but it straightened after like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, eventually Tom Baker sought medical advice, and it turns out he had a metabolic disorder that, once it was diagnosed, seemed to put him back on the road to recovery. Oh,
1: geez. Yeah, so there's yeah. a lot going on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah.
0: Not only that, but I had to save the best for last. Matthew Waterhouse. Remember, this is the first cereal that he filmed so this was this was his first time meeting the crew and the cast and all of that so matthew waterhouse went to introduce himself to tom baker at the pub and waited for him to come over right waited for tom baker to come to and go to him okay yeah two hours had passed and waterhouse finally went over to him and was told to piss off (laughs) according to peter Moffat, waterhouse had no knowledge of camera technique at all and made the fatal mistake of advising baker on how to say a line Figured, oh my
1: God! Quote
0: unquote, nearly hit him, and Moffitt had to tell Waterhouse off.
1: Listen, it's becoming ever so clear <laughs> as to why this character um, exploded in a spaceship. <laughs> it's it's becoming Long very. Let's take a drink of water. It's becoming very clear with every yeah. passing episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Before we get into uh, State of Decay, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right. Well, while cruising
0: e-space, the Doctor, Romana, and K-9 happen upon a planet where, again, Earthlings landed there ages ago and have been stuck on a planet. This one controlled by an ancient enemy of the Time Lords. This ancient enemy has uh, raided the the BBC's medieval costume stores and created a race of vampires. Hoping to increase his own power and return to End Space, where he plans a very thorough buffet of well, all, all of us. Mm. Can the Doctor defeat the King the Vampire? Will the stock footage of bats ever look convincing? We can only find out through a state of decay. It, oh yeah, and Adric stowed away on the TARDIS. He can't escape that kid.
1: Well, we're just gonna we're just gonna start off with that. Actually, let's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's start about. Um, Let's start with our overall feelings before we we talk about Adric for a little bit here, Taylor. What did what did you think? I uh, personally, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's
0: definitely on the heels of Full Circle. Um, this mm-hmm. is the superior episode. This is the superior story. Um, now that said, there's still a bunch of like tropey kind of vampire stuff. Yes. Right. It totally plays on. I, I, I think at one point I want to say it was episode two. You know, I think, I think uh, the doctor says something about, Oh, well, you know, every civilization has got some kind of vampire story. Yes. So I get it. There's, and they, they kind of expound on that and why that is. And I, I like that aspect of it, but this, this story is, gets kind of like, just, just silly enough to take itself seriously. <laughs> that it makes it really kind of entertaining. And so when even sillier stuff happens,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, like how our villain, our ultimate villain is defeated. <laughs> yes. It's like, wait, by oh, a, by just a WB
1: cartoon, basically.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. We'll talk about that more, but anyway, that's, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And like I said, coming off a of full circle, which I was a little underwhelmed by, this was a nice, refreshing, like, kind of almost can't be wrong.
1: Yeah. What did you think? I I absolutely uh loved this. I thought it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I I enjoyed that we got like it wasn't just like these are vampires and we didn't understand like anything of how they were there or right. uh no, this was like deep deep uh Time Lord Gallifreyan lore.
0: Yeah, like, I.
1: Really appreciated. I thought was very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's also great that we just happen to have a Type Forty that has uh, a receipt printer on it. Yes, I loved it. How how analog punch cards? Oh, the punch cards. Receipt printers. I loved it. I thought that was great. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I just I like that we get a whole bunch of lore. It's not. it, It this could have easily just been like they're vampires and that's it. But mm-hmm. it's, like, steeped in, like, we get these three vampires who end up actually, we think they're the descendants of people that landed there long ago. But, nope, they're the actual people. And they've just right. been. It's great. I love it. Also, I love that yeah. one's name is Camilla, just like my dog. Oh, yeah. That's right. Very funny. Uh, that's right. Read. Yeah, I, I, love, I love that kind
0: of aspect. Of like, you know, we've got um, I'll call them the villagers, for lack of a better term. Yes. Right? And and they've got like the remnants of some of the tech, right? Some computer yes. banks or something. And that that totally reminds me of uh Face of Evil.
1: Yes. Where
0: where we meet uh Leela and, you know, here's another, you know, culture that's been stuck on a planet. Now, granted, nobody in this story is wearing a glove on their head, which I'm a little disappointed <laughs> by. But that one old guy was like, I've got these strings that I've run yeah, across Yeah, what was that head. about? I have no idea. It might be the most threadbare hat in all of history. Yeah, very um, strange.
1: But it, I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I I really enjoyed this. I think mainly because of the lore mainly because uh i mean i thought the set pieces were super cool in this Mm -hmm. i really Mm -hmm. loved the throne room yeah Uh, the throne room was great the costumes were fantastic oh my god um the costumes were awesome i loved these i also loved that they were they had like um uh this is a joke for two they had like old um road warrior hawk and road warrior animal face paint uh yeah. On. wow yeah like old school awa in the in the 80s like when they were trying to figure out what their makeup should look like yeah i loved it i thought everything looked super cool and medieval and vampire and it was uh it was great i love that the vampire the main vampire is like a giant and i love that that's also kind of the the lore is that these vampires—they're not just like—they're not like normal-sized humanoids. No. They are—they were, like, were like the Zentradian Robotech. Yes, and the, the Time Lords were like, "All right, enough of this." And the war was so bad that they swore off violence afterwards, yeah. which is just like, "Yes, I, this is great."
0: How much? How much do we want the? great vampire time lord big finish box set i mean that would and also how have they
1: never done that yet i don't know maybe it's off limits i don't know
0: probably not that's a good question yeah you should tweet at them
1: yeah we should um also that big giant tree in the first episode very cool Mm -hmm. um the actual set piece of the quote-unquote castle which is actually a hydrax the spaceship yes which also looked very cool there's just a lot of cool things overall going on in this uh in this serial and then we have Patrick <laughs> and the more i read about just um the follies of matthew waterhouse i guess there's, wow there's a title I, it's just like what there's just a lot listen he wanted to be i assume he, he wanted to be an actor he gets mm-hmm. he gets this big role but it just seems like no one set him up for success at all. It does kind of seem that way. I mean, that's just listen. I, I, I it's it's not great. Like, it's not. I, there were some times when I was like, "Does he know the cameras rolling? Like, what is going on?" <laughs> I, I just feel like, listen, we get a lot of stories. I feel like he's said as much about Lala Ward at Gallifrey before. Like, it's well known that they do not like each other. Yeah. Um, And I'm pretty sure some of the other companions do not like him either. Um, And it kind of seems with good reason if you're telling Tom Baker how to read a line. Right. Which is... But listen, how old was he here? He's probably like Um, 16. I'm not sure. What year was he born? Well, we can find that out real quick. We can find that out real quick. We can. As soon as I... (laughs) There we go. Where are you? Where are you, Mister Waterhouse? Sixty-one. He was born in. Okay, 61. so he's nineteen. So he's nineteen. So he's he's a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it. Like it feels like we are all like, oh, Adric, you're so dumb and stupid. But it also feels like were they forced to write in a a a kid as in a companion. It like if I I would love to. I don't know. Yeah, Cause it feels like no. everyone was just like this is the worst like I let's just cast someone and we'll just you know what <laughs> this does. This isn't like a great comparison, but it feels like when Cliff Burton died in Metallica and they used um, they used Jason Newstead as the scapegoat and he always felt like they just crapped on him for no reason. That's what this feels like to me. If, for in order for it to make sense, nobody. Died. We are just, yeah. We are, we are back on our obscure reference game. Yeah, that's what it. Fe- it just feels like, and I'm sure someone, some one of our friends will be like, "No, you're wrong. He you just sucked," and that's that's <laughs> that. But just reading these story notes, it just feels like nobody cared. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would be very curious to learn more of the background on, like, you know what? We need to introduce a new companion. Well, what kind of companion do we get? I don't know. How about a whiny kid who's really bad at stealing? Things? And, and yeah, that's al- a great idea. And also always seems to take the villain's side. Right, yeah. Now, one, we do get proof in episode one that Adric is still a terrible thief. Yes, Um, which I think is hilarious. And then he basically gets roped into replacing this couple's kid, Carl, who got taken away. So now he's basically waiting tables. Yeah. It's just hilarious. And then I think, what is it? Um, I think Acon actually comes like to this village and he's like, Oh, you're not from around here wait, that doesn't happen. You're something special. Ooh, let me tempt you with power and control. Yes. Um, and yet, of course, you know, we've got another planet with, you know, a crashed ship and what I thought first were descendants. And not only that, but a, a a you know, grand event is at hand, just like last time, with the Mistfall, the Arising is at hand, which is funny because it literally is a hand that rises up out of the ground. <laughs> yes. I didn't think about that till just now, anyway. <laughs> so we go through all this, and at one point I want to say it was episode four, maybe it was episode three and and Romana is like flabbergasted that Adric would you know take the the offer of becoming a vampire and you know eternal life and all of that, and he literally goes, Hey, if it's be dinner. Or keep surviving. I'm gonna choose keep surviving, and I'm kind of like, well, okay, I can kind of see your logic on that one. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I, yeah. But of course, she's like, you know, do you know what happens to a vampire when it dies? And we do see that, but we're not going to talk about that yet.
1: No, 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 we're not. Um, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Pretty I, much, I just, yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't know. It's just so weird. It, it just, it's, it's somebody from up top said, "We need this is a kid show, right? Why are there no kids on it?" That's kind of what it feels like. And then you they're like, what, "That's a good point." And then we're like, "Okay, we'll we'll write a kid in. Sure, we'll make his life. He'll be so glad he 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 got hired yeah. on this. That's what it feels <laughs> like." Yeah, yeah. I think you've got a point there, which is sad because it's like I can't find anything redeeming. Oh, except he's a good knife thrower. He hit he hit that vampire right in the right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you got right, that is true right there in is the heart that. there, huh? Yeah. And you know,
0: I mean, he can at least hold a ship steady as it crashes into a planet. I mean he's pretty decent at that. That's
1: true. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Um <laughs> what was the one thing that I oh, so I want to talk about Romana for a minute. Um, OK, because I mean, despite all the behind the scene things, I think she was at least trying to make it look like they were getting along <laughs> during this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has a really great moment in the first episode where it's kind of like, yep, I've seen this all before where um, she's mouthing along to the like the my father before me and his before him oh yeah i thought that was great i thought that was really really funny
0: there was actually a part in episode three where i think i think the doctor and romana have been captured yes there's 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 like a guard in the room with them
1: oh there's also a a guard
0: outside yes that's episode three i'm pretty sure it was three and they they have this little discussion and and there's just feels like this kind of genuine moment where the doctor is like, no, that was really kind of brilliant Romana. I am very proud of you and this, that, and the other thing. And it, you kind of just see this expression on her face and it's really, and I was just like, Oh, like, I know that you were having like rough times during the production, but that was really kind of a sweet moment acting. Yes. This very, is, very likely. Oh man. And, and then, then even can... funnier is when they do get busted out of that prison, the doctor jail cell or whatever the doctor's like okay great let's get back to the TARDIS. let's get out of here romana goes but wait we've got to
1: find Adric." and he's like Ugh, Adric. right which was that an ad lib line i don't I know no time will never will never know <laughs> could you imagine how inept a
0: vampire Adric would make i don't know he would he would trip over his cape he'd go to bite a neck and miss and hit someone's shoulder i don't know I'm just making crap
1: up. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. what did you, what did you think? No, it's fine. What did you think of our, our vampires? I really enjoyed their costumes and that they had basically um, things that would resemble bat wings on, uh, on their backs.
0: Yeah, that, that was great. Um, like, um, oh gosh, not Akon, the, the more, I don't want to call it. Zargo. Him obviously, thank you. Yes, dude, his goatee. Oh my God. His goatee was amazing. <gasps> How incredible. Yeah. It looked great. Like I'm not always one for facial hair, but that was really impressive. Oh yeah. That. It, it looked the, great. No, they are they're just so it really was, it was one of those things where it's like, I, I can imagine coming into this role as you know a guest actor. It's like, okay, you're gonna play a space vampire. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. A space vampire. Yeah. Right. And so when when you're told to okay. Now you really kind of have to vamp it up, right? You know, you've just woken up. You're literally laying there with your hands crossed on your chest. I mean, like, it's as tropey as it gets. It absolutely is. But there is just, I guess it's the energy they put into it. Like, they literally, it's arms up and mouth open and, like, the hissing and the, like, it just, it's one of those things that if it wasn't for, like, the background that, Terence sticks gives to um like this vampire race mm-hmm. you know you would have been like oh god it's like pirates going yar pirates didn't actually go yar. <laughs> that was you know that was a 1950 film and everybody's based it off this one actor ever since then yeah um or 1949 whatever it was anyway um but since you have now this this ancient lore back to the time of rassilon yeah And one of Rassilon's many objects. We don't know if it's 78 RPM or 33 RPM. That's the record of Rassilon. Yes. I just watched. It's a 45 RPM single. (laughs) Um, Obscure references galore tonight, folks. Um, um, We can now kind of in the Doctor Who universe say, oh, yeah. See, all those things that we find tropey about vampires, that's actually what they've been doing for eons. Yeah. Right? It it just it takes that and goes, oh, no, no, no. It has a backstory. Mm-hmm. See? They're doing it because, you know, the King Vampire would have done it. Yes. Not to mention the fact that you don't need rocket fuel for this trip. You need blood. Yes. That was uh, a fun <laughs> reveal. I really loved that. Yeah. This, even these little things in here where it's stuff like that, and you're like, whoa, okay, that's weird.
1: Yeah. So it's like they... Yes, they were taking people from the village to feed mm-hmm. on them, but for the most part, they were just dumping their blood into the gas tank. <laughs>
0: um, and you don't need the MythBusters to teach you that putting actual blood in your actual car's gas tank is not going to
1: work. Yeah, absolutely. That leave is that.
0: Uh, leave that to
1: the Doctor Who. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, what else here? I really enjoyed. I did love when Ramana um, cuts herself, and they all act like it's it, you know like it's the tropey like vampire. Oh thing. yes. Oh, let me see your blood. Yeah, it it's great. I just I love yeah. everything about it, and I mean I love just the, the the three of them are so ridiculous. They are. I, I mean, I would say that. Um, I would say that. Oh goodness! That um, a- Acon was a little more level-headed than the other two, who just kind of seemed like more bloodlusty mm-hmm. the entire time. Like, yeah, I think that's fair. It was kind of clear who was in charge here and who was kind of just like the people that were just happened to be there. And I mean, he also talked to the king vampire, supposedly. Indeed.
0: Yeah. Um, I do. I-, I have to say, I love at the beginning of episode three that of all things romana breaks off a stalagmite oh and God. hucks Hux it, it.
1: Yeah. at acon yeah amazing
0: i'm like okay that's a duggan move yes absolute duggan move you know um doesn't ultimately get them anywhere no you know but still impressive let's
1: let's bust off a
0: chunk of this cave <laughs> and chuck it at somebody
1: yeah i also like i also love like, there's just a no- when, you know, because Adric's like, oh, yeah, I'll be a vampire. And he's like, it's just part of the plan. Uh, his <laughs> plan was apparently to just try and randomly stab someone, which was a very bad plan that did not work. Well, I mean, look, he's a terrible thief. Yes. He's kind of whiny. And a terrible stabby guy. But and he can't throw yeah, it. He... Why didn't he just throw it again? Is she... Well, maybe it's just too close. Maybe. I don't
0: know. To throw it, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, okay, so he's he's good
1: at ranged weapons mm. and not
0: hand-to-hand, so yeah. put that down on your character sheets.
1: Um, oh, K-9 was great in this. Again, Like, kind of just stay in the TARDIS K-9 until it's time for yep. you to shoot people with a laser, but that's fine. Uh um, oh, well and and
0: but but that's the thing. I mean, what was the one episode? It's like stay in the TARDIS canine and we don't see K9 for the rest of the episode. Until right. Until Adric was...
1: randomly just comes out. I love oh, here's the other thing I love about Adric's uh reintroduction to the show is mm-hmm. it's literally if you watch it, and we've all done this because we were all teenagers, it it literally just feels like you've you've woken up at like two p.m. And you just walk out and immediately go to the refrigerator and your parents are like, did you just wake up? That's what this feels like when he <laughs> leaves and canines like, ah, uh, you're not supposed to be here. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And he just walks and he just starts looking for food immediately, <laughs> like in God, the village. You know, what?
0: that's absolutely right. That's hilarious.
1: I, I, when I saw that, I was like, "That I've done that. So, like, did you just wake up? Like, what, what is happening? Well, and 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 let's be honest, you know, I th- I think K9 has
0: the the most accurate assessment yes. of of uh of Adric, immature hominoid, non-hostile.
1: Yeah, so I'm interested because I I you know, we're kind of jumping around here, but at the end, um the doctors like you're going you're going straight home, young man. Um, yeah, let's get you back to the Starliner. Yeah, I assume that doesn't happen. It's just like wow. so did, was he just like A stowaway, and they were like, "Fine, I guess you can stay." That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. They do this character because, well, because I mean, the next episode in the season is Warriors
0: Gate, which is the last episode in the East Base trilogy. After that, they get back to End Space. Yeah.
1: And we know who comes along. Yep. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Doomed from the start. Doomed from the start. Um, Indeed. What else? Oh, the heartbeat. I loved that yeah. the heartbeat got increasingly uh, louder and went further um, throughout the land. I also yeah. loved that this was the only... I love that when we're asking, like, where's the? Where's everyone else? And they're like, this is everyone. Like, well, where's the next village? This is the only village. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love that the vampire basically crashed there or, or or however they got there, um, drained the entire planet except for this one thing. When I assumed the ship wouldn't take off, he's like, "Well, I can't, I can't leave." Yeah, I think that's kind of how that works. <laughs> I I, th- I thought that was great. Uh, it's just like they're like, "What other?" It's just this. It's just us. Population twenty. Uh- Right. I actually, I think it's also safe to say that E space is
0: basically the Bermuda Triangle of space because it keeps sucking Earthlings into it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Very. Uh, very interesting. Yeah. What else? What else? What? Oh else? man. What else? Um. Well, I mean, we have our
0: our hand arising.
1: Yes, I, and I was actually on. I'm on the Tardis Wikia mm-hmm. of King Vampire, and they have um of picture of the vampire do they yeah check it out because i i don't know if this is fan made but the thing that's weird about it is if you um go down a little further to um the king dies as his heart is struck spoilers it's in the same color <laughs> it almost looks like the same so i don't oh i don't know this picture at the top yeah yeah they
0: do show that at one point they do in man the, i must they, have, it's yeah it's one of those things i th- I want to say it was an overlay
1: i must have missed something that. which is Real why important.
0: it looks it wasn't very long mm. but it does remind me there's there's a point in the first episode where um oh gosh there's there's like this i forget who is in scene but there's like this this overlay of like a slow motion bat flapping ah um. right And I was like, oh my God, like what is going on with this crazy bat overlay? And I went, I went, what movie have I seen something like this in before? I'm like, oh God, wait, was it like, like the owl in Twin Peaks? (laughs) Is that, is that what I'm thinking of where there's like this slow motion owl and he's flapping his wings and it's kind of overlaid with like, I don't know, Bob or Laura Palmer or some crazy crap like that. Uh And I just went, this scene looks really familiar. And I just headcanon, you know, David Lynch loved State of Decay and just stole Maybe. shot. Maybe, yeah. Headcanon.
1: <clears throat> you never know. You never no. know. No. Well, I'm, I'm upset I missed the reveal of the what this King Vampire looked like until right now.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember where. I want to say it was episode three, but I could. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, episode four. Mm. Because I have a note, again, all in caps. Where it was like, oh, WTF, is this Bat Dude? Oh, yeah. So it's going to be an episode for probably within maybe the first, I don't know, seven to ten minutes. All right. Judging by how
1: many notes I have for the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, again, overall, really like this. Thought it was fun. Oh, we got to talk about the ending, though. Oh, yes. So basically, we enter a Warner Brothers cartoon where the doctor gets the spaceship. So uh, the other part of the lore is that the spaceship that um and I might be a little uh hazy on this, but the spaceship was invented by Rassilon and um was sent You're talking about bow ships. Bow ships,
0: not this ship. Yeah. Not that specific ship, but basically you they needed like just a huge metal shaft you know to to yeah not just not just pierce these vampire giants but disrupt their circulatory system
1: yeah for sure to
0: actually kill them
1: so the doctor was like i'm staring at one right now what am
0: i thinking
1: yes <laughs> and he uh he gets into it he gets he gets into it he he launches it it flies up into literal space <laughs> um and <laughs> he uh our our king vampire is about to rise but the spaceship falls point down into the king vampire's heart and kills him yes our vampires are cornering the doctor and then they they grow old very fast and turn to dust even faster yes which which was i don't know in effects wise kind of impressive
0: yeah because when the rocket took off, can I just say that was the least convincing shaking? <laughs> ever. Yeah, it, it's like they just adjusted the speed of the film so it was doing that flickering thing. Yes, rather than being in sync, it just was like,
1: yeah, that was so weird. It was. It was. It kind of hurt my eyes to watch. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, we turned to dust, and Adric's like, "Oh, that's what happens." Um, we tell K9 he's a good dog. Yep. And then we, uh, we wrap it up and we are taking Adric home, but we're not because why would we? I can think of many reasons. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yep. So, yep. um, <laughs> I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was good. Oh yeah. I thought it was it, it was fun. Um, absolutely. Do we have any other, uh, any other thoughts <laughs> before we, uh, uh, start hitting some buttons here?
0: I don't,
1: I don't think so. All right, here we go.
0: I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back.
1: It's time, time for the Duggan
0: scale, 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 scale.
1: All right, what do we got for the Duggan Scale? I know we have. We already have mentioned uh, Adric's knife throw. I feel like we've yeah. had some fist cuffs between guards cuffs. and yep. our um, and our rebels. We have Romana's stone javelin. Yes.
0: Um, we've, we've got a guy named Tarek, uh, he, Tarek, the traitor, no less, yes. uh, coming to rescue the doctor and Romana. He, he takes out a couple of guards. He does. The doctor drops the guard that's in the jail with them. Yes. Uh,
1: Tarek eventually gets like, he's like dead. Yeah. Mega picked up, mega picked up and thrown and dies. <laughs> yep. Oh, and he gets, oh wait, no, he doesn't get feeded upon because he's dead and his blood no. is all. Yeah, precisely precisely so i mean i don't know it it, oh and i mean also and the uh the end where we get the the giant spaceship dagger going through the giant uh yeah i mean i'd rank that a little higher if we actually got to see it but true
0: true we we should at least count that that was definitely kind of a you know chaos lord move being like i'm gonna chuck a rocket straight up and i'm gonna magically just hit his heart yeah why not why, Why the hell not? Um, it's, I mean, short of the stalagmite toss, I mean, none of it was like particularly like standout. Like it was just you know good, solid fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tarek getting lifted and tossed. I mean, I'd probably go eh,
1: solid four and a half. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Four and a half, maybe four and a quarter around there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it. It had some some interesting. Uh, stuff going on, but yeah, nothing too I feel like out of the ordinary. Right. Alright. One more button here.
0: Gathering clothes, it's time for the behind the scare.
1: <laughs> Boy,
0: oh boy. All right. What are we thinking here? <laughs> I you know, honestly, I I didn't find it all that scary. Right. Right. I know they were going for a bit of horror. I know that we are watching it basically almost 42 years after it first aired, right? So it Mm -hmm. it doesn't, I don't think it necessarily lands the same way on 21st century sensibilities. Right. So take that for what you will. I don't think kids, unless they're really young, would Mm -hmm. find it particularly scary. I think, I think they even, I think even like my kids at the age they are now, right? They understand the vampire trope enough to go, Okay, Dad, this is really kind of (laughs) tropey, but I will say, younger, younger viewers, you get like the vampires aging and melting into skeletons at the end. Okay, that might be kind of gross, right? You know, there might be a little bit like, ooh, ooh, ooh," you know, Um, but on the whole, it's short lived. So, you know,
1: yeah, there you go, (laughs) (laughs) there you are, there you are. Well, we're we're uh, not a spoiler for anyone. We're making our way. Through season 18, so next time we're going to be watching Warrior's Gate, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Romana, Matthew Waterhouse as Adric, and John Leeson as the voice of K-9. It was written by Steve Gallagher and directed by Paul Joyce, two names that don't sound familiar to me.
0: Very true.
1: So I wonder if... Um, after this, they were like, "We <laughs> had it." I don't know. We will find out. We will find out in the story notes next week. Indeed. But, but un- until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at busbuddha 71 uh, Did we, in the middle of the plugs here? Apologies, everyone. <laughs> did you have? Did we talk about new uh, Paul Night? Uh, um, all, all night with living geeks. Uh, no,
0: you know what? We didn't. Yeah, I'm looking at the calendar. Rem- I'm like, I... oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a brand new episode. There we go. Of all night with the living geeks that you can go check out r- right now because you've gotten through this episode. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Uh, and we're 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 on our last stop before. on our road to Hellier before yes. actually getting to. Getting too heller, and uh, looking at methods of communication: your spirit boxes, your Gansfeld experiments, your God helmets, ooh, your Frank's boxes. Yeah, inter- interesting discussion. Uh, and yeah, September, we we get into the thick of it. Excellent, excellent, mm-hmm. indeed.
1: All right, we're we're uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. Uh, if you're into SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, um, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, don't buy sweatshirts. It's 90 degrees everywhere. <laughs> Just about. But if you if you want to check out any, we have tank tops. I know we have tank, I should get a how do I not have a tank top? I'm tank, to, I wear tank tops now, Taylor. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's not like. Is, a, that, is that the whole, I wear tank tops now,
0: tank tops are cool?
1: Oh, yeah, basically. There you go. Yes, that will be my incarnation of the doctor. A doctor (laughs) who just wears a tank top. But shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G for all of your Night of the Living Geeks needs. And patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you just want to donate monetarily to keep this train a-moving. Guys, support your local shops. We have uh, COVID still uh apparently polio is is roaring back i don't know if that's actually true no i think it's monkeypox and monkeypox is the other one i mean lauren said something about polio today i'm like are you kidding me this can't be true right
0: mm-hmm. i thought i heard about some legionnaires oh, God. down in where was it
1: barbados
0: oh. Barbados. I don't know. That's the that's only the place island. I can think of I it was San Diego or something.
1: So guys, it's not great out there. So let's still support our local uh, shops any way we can buying stuff. Yeah. Putting the word out there, any, anything you can do to help them. Cause they're, uh, they're, you know, st- it's still awful. It's still terrible. Why is it always? Terrible? It is. Can it be good? Uh, uh, many reasons. Ugh. Well, that's it. That's how we, that's how we <laughs> end the podcast. Dang. Is um is uh, on that depressing note. No, guys, this was a lot of fun. If you haven't if you haven't seen State of the Gate, definitely watch it. It's it's yeah. it's worth the watch for sure. Um, but join us again next time when we're talking about Warriors Gate, and we'll see you then. See ya. Ten, uh oh I almost said Tennessee Dicks. Whoa. Wow That's a different that's that's, that's his American
0: playwright yeah. like ultra ego.
1: Terrence Dix